Hey, good morning. It's Tuesday morning, and this is your Daily Spark. We're going to jump into a passage in Romans chapter 11, the very end. And the title on this thing, uh, above where we're going to start reading, is called doxology. Now, doxology uh, is a combination kind of of two Greek words. Well, the first one being doxa, which means glory. And the second word is uh, logia, uh, which means sayings about. And so, uh, so basically, this, these, this is a saying about the glory of God. What Paul's going to write is just this worship passage about the glory of God. And he starts out with this in, in verse 33. He says, Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Have you ever thought about the riches and the wisdom and the, the knowledge that God must have? I mean, if God created this world and he created everything in it, think about how much riches God must have and how much wisdom and knowledge must God must have to do this. I mean, it's mind-blowing. I can't even wrap my mind around how huge that is, how big God is. Now, I want you to think about this question, though. What are some of the ways that God has displayed his riches his wisdom and his knowledge in your life. Maybe he's given you uh, an abundance of riches. Uh, just to be born in the United States, he's given you abundance of riches. But think about the riches that God's given in your life. Maybe it's the wisdom that God's given you to make some decisions that he's helped you make through. Or maybe knowledge that God's given you. And, and he's blessed your life with it. I think about uh, the things that he's blessed my life with. And that's just a small snippet of what God has in his memory banks or in his riches or in his wisdom. And it's incredible to think about the, the wisdom and the knowledge and the, the riches that God must have. And you know what? Sometimes we, we start trying to figure out what God's doing in this world, what he's got going on. And Paul just flat says it out. His paths are beyond tracing out. You can't figure it out. You can't trace it out. It doesn't pencil out. He's got it. And it, it just works out. You can't really put your finger on it. And to me, that's an incredible thing. Because that means that God is God. And that I am far, far beneath Him. And sometimes, as humans, we just need to be kind of put in our place a little bit. Because I think sin has a way of puffing us up and, and putting us in a, uh, we, we kind of start thinking of ourselves as contemporaries with God because sin does that in our lives. But one look at this passage puts us back in our place and re we need to realize that God is God and we are not God. And he's given us wisdom, he's given us knowledge, but that just comes out of the abundance that he has. And he, we can't figure him out. And to me, that's good news. Because if, he, if we could figure out God, then, we, then he obviously isn't God. He isn't that great of a God if we could figure him out. And so, this passage this morning is meant to, for us to just kind of resize ourselves. And think about the, the wisdom and the knowledge and the, the riches of God. And the way that God does things, we can't even figure it out. It just blows our minds. And so I just today want you to, I just want you to do a little bit of thinking about God and not try to figure him out, but just be blown away by how amazing and how huge and how 
massive of a God that we worship and that created us. So that's my challenge for you today. Just think about God a little bit. Think about how massive and how awesome and how wonderful he is. And it kind of puts us back in our place, but that's a good thing. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.